Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hey, Ashley here from Team Serious Tri Club. In tonight's podcast, Beck interviews Coach Maddie Pesh after a half Ironman at St. George and talks about what key run and bike sets will help improve strength for tough courses. Hope you enjoy it. Everybody, welcome to the live chat. It is May 3rd. And we are tonight doing a little debrief on St. George 70.3, the North American Championships. What an epic day it was. It was like 90 degrees. It was hot. It was dry. And oh my God, the first person I see on is Maddie Vella. And I have to personally congratulate you, Matt Vella, for I think it was a nine minute PR or something on the hardest, hottest course you could ever do. So the fact that you went nine minutes quicker there than you did in, I think was Boulder, um, <laughs> amazing. Our team had some outstanding results. I'm gonna go through them real quick first once everyone jumps on, but Maddie Vella, you looked unbelievable running through that finish line, buddy. Um, I was so proud of you. I also loved the old school run shorts. I'm a big fan of that. Um, I think if you can change into run shorts, you should totally change into run shorts. Um, and we even got Maddie Pesh on here who did amazing, amazing race, who got her bike literally the day before the race because she had a, had a cracked frame um, on her plane and uh, her bike was cracked. So she had to get a, bike, a brand new bike, which never feels great when you get a brand new bike. So we have Ash, our amazing business development manager on. We have Maddie, we have Christy Hadley. Uh, Janet Dixon, hey you guys. So, gonna give a roundup of the weekend. I was just talking about how amazing Maddie did. Um, Maddie Vella, we have on here, he's been a club. I'm actually been proud to have coached him for many years. And um, I'm not sure who his coach is now, but whoever it is, did a great job. He PR'd by nine minutes, which is always really hard to do when you've been in the sport for a long time, but it's also really hard to do on a course like St. George that is so freaking hard. Hey Sandra, how are you? Hello, Dan Mascarella, how are you? Kerry Preston, how are you? So we you raced two, I think, Kerry. I can't remember if it was this this Kerry or the other Kerry. I always get you guys confused. It was Kerry Wrangle, I think, that raced. Um, but let's have let's go through the results here because I was so impressed. Firstly, my uh, personal athlete is Vanessa Cook. She is a world champion duathlete, uh, national champion also. And she was seventh overall in her age, which is incredible. I believe she went about 546. Uh, and it was just a really tough day, but I was very, very proud of her for that. Um, and Maddie Pesh um, had some other results. I will go back to those because I want to talk about uh, Maddie's finish, which was just incredible under those conditions. MC also had a great race. Um, I don't know her time, but I do know that she was also seventh in her category. Um, and I also have quite a few people that raced here um, from the club. So Skylar went 8.49, unbelievable. I don't know if that was her first 70.3, but amazing effort in those conditions. Um, Kerry Ringle went 7.43 um, in hers. Gabby Herrera smashed it. I think she did a 20-minute PR. Uh, from Boulder again, and even faster than Boulder, which is just incredible on a hard course like that. She went 5.33 and Bertha went 6.28, did a 14 minute PR on her bike. Unbelievable. So I'm gonna go back real quick and congratulate our amazing Maddie. I might bring on her on real quick as well. Maddie um, had an athlete, she's been an incredible coach, just as good a coach as she is athlete. And her athlete Magda, 
uh, managed to get second at nationals. I believe it was South Africa. I hope I got that right. Um, and did a 422. Maddie coached her for a tour 422. And we all know how freaking fast that is. It is a PR. So um, amazing. So Mads, I'm going to try and bring you on. So if you can request it to be on, I'll bring you on, Maddie. Um, that's Maddie um, Pesh. Uh, and what's Maddie Veller is saying, I use the same shorts, Roka Tri shorts, but changed my top to a super light running shirt. Oh, perfect. Okay. So there were Tri shorts. It looked like run shorts, but the two piece for me, we had some questions about one pieces and two pieces. And I feel personally for me, a two piece is way better. Here we go. We're going to try and bring Mads on. She's at the airport. Let's see if we have. I'm hoping that our is good enough now to have someone on here. So let's see if we can bring Maddie Pesh on. She's, I know she's at the airport, you guys, so I wanted her to give a little debrief about the race. If it doesn't work, Mads, no worries. Um, trying to add you right now. And we do have new Wi-Fi, so let's see. But the Wi-Fi at the airport isn't always so great. So trying to add you, Mads, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but really amazing weekend. Um, I was just so proud of everybody um, and of our coaches as well. So... For some reason, Maddie, I don't know why it's not letting me add you. It's trying to add you. But um, if you guys have questions, post them up here. We have quite a couple that were sent in as well that I'm going to get to. And I'm just trying to add Maddie Pesh, but hmm, it's not a working. Let's try again. Yeah. Still trying, Maddie. <laughs> we have Mel Mitchell tuning in from Australia. Mel's just picked up a couple of new Aussie athletes, I think, in a Kiwi. No answer from the live video guest. Oh, that's a bummer. I just tried again. Sorry, Mads. We'll try one more, and if not, all good. Um, Mads, if you could just post a little comment on just uh, your recap in general of the race. And Maddie Veller, I'd love to hear yours too, and how you think you conquered it by 10 minutes quicker. Absolutely amazing. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about tonight too is recovery. And as some of my guys are racing Tulsa in three weeks. I know the winners, um, what an amazing race by uh, the winners there in the mail. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Lionel Sanders with Sam um, Long from here, a local guy that Siri used to work with. Just engine. That kid is going to be unbelievable. I shouldn't say kid. He's in his 20s. But um, he's just going to be unbelievable. Okay, I'm going to try add Manny again now. Um, and uh, Lionel Sanders, one tough guy. I've never met anyone so tough. And then Daniela, of course, dominating the women. But we're getting closer. Jeannie was uh, – here we go, Maddie. How are hey. you? I'm good. Can you hear me? We can hear you. How, how are you feeling, Maddie, more to the point? What a tough day. But you conquered and tell us it was a really hard race, Mads, but I think the lead-up – made it even more um, significant that you got through that with a bike that you hadn't even ridden before. So was that a little bit of a stress? Tell everyone what kind of happened um, pre-race. Yeah, so, I mean, this was my uh, first half Ironman of 14 months. Wow. So uh, it was certainly a challenging course to open back up with. That was probably the hardest run course I've ever done. So sort of like, woo, this is what this feels like again. Okay. Um, but I arrived to the race site on Tuesday, which was awesome because of this issue that I had. I opened up my bike case and um, I, my frame had been cracked. So um, thanks to our bike sponsor with Team Sirius, Quintana Roo, they sent me a new one. Amazing. Which was incredible. It arrived on Friday, though. The race was on Saturday, you know. Um, and so, like, 
but thankfully, you know, as long as everything was working correctly, it was the same because they were able to send me the exact same bike that I ride normally. So it was sort of just like, okay, well, fingers crossed that this is rolling smoothly. Um, and I just checked it all out and um, it worked. Stress of worrying about if it was going to work out, right? Oh, so yeah. um, that was just like, uh, that was, it was mostly um, just staying calm because like, I had some moments where I was worried about it, but it's like worrying doesn't help you. So I just had to keep reminding myself that like, this wasn't an ideal scenario, but if I was going to like freak out about having to be at the expo for like five hours the day before race day, then being at the expo five hours before race day would affect me. But if I was just staying as relaxed as possible, then that was all I could do. So Amazing. Yeah, not fun, but the race was super fun. So tell us about the race, because there's some people that are wanting to do it now because they're crazy. But um, tell us a little bit about the race. Take us through the swim bike run, Mads. What what you thought of the course and how you felt, and um, take us through each each leg. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, just so everyone knows, I'm inside, but there's absolutely no one around, so that's why I'm just letting my mask down a bit. Um, but let's see, uh, the swim, uh, it was very cold, but I think the water actually warmed up a little bit by race day. We had a couple of warm um, days. So I would say um, the water was at least 60. If you've never swam and watered that cold, it might be shocking for some people, but I know oh. they, like, um, we were able to practice swim a couple of days before, and that gave me a lot of confidence in the water temperature. And I did feel like it was fine with a wetsuit on, mm -hmm. um, but otherwise like absolutely gorgeous swim. One thing that was cool was that they put a timing um, archway halfway through the swim. Oh, wow. So you got a half split, like a split on like your thousand meters. So. That's a fun thing, you know, for the spectators to see where you're at and also for safety, too. That was kind of cool. That's great. Um, yeah, the bike is so fun. Um, the biggest thing that I'm excited about with this is just that it's going to be the same course for the world champs. So mm -hmm. that was why I wanted to go here. Like, I knew that it would be a hard course for me to start out after being away for so long, but it was also the best opportunity to get prepared for Worlds. And now I'm just really excited to have specific goals of what I can focus on to do that course again. So um, the course, the coolest part is that it's, it's like rolling hills for most of the course. And then there's one big climb where you climb up through um, Snow Canyon State Park and it's a pretty steep and fun climb, um, but it's like about five miles long. You're, wow. you're going to be in your lowest gear um, climbing up that. And it's also at mile like 41 to 46. So your legs are already yeah. kind of tired. Um, what do you think for gearing, so, Matt? Just for those guys on racing worlds, um, gearing wise, I mean, it's a little different for everyone. What would you recommend so they could get away with? say what a 23 or do you think some people might need a 25 26 27 uh i have a 25 okay 
And um, and you were. Uh, I was fine. I I think I only went in that a little bit. It okay. gets real steep at the end. Okay. But um, yeah, they they might want a, a twenty eight. Uh, so you could have a twenty eight. I, I was okay without, but okay. yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, but other than that, I think it's. I personally. I like the hills because I think that it actually makes it mentally easier in a way. I find that with just like a flat course, mm. it's you're just doing the same thing the whole time and it's easy to like get into a funk of the mental. But when there's hills and turns and there's always something to be focusing on technique wise and that's kind of the fun part of it, I think for me. So I think um, and the race is certainly like mentally rewarding no matter what I feel like mm. for me personally um I would like to go faster on my run and the run was really tough on my body but even after finishing that run I just felt like wow I ran up all those hills <laughs> yeah. so, I mean and I think that that's like the reward of doing a hard course even if you don't have like your fastest time and then it's just an indication of what to keep working on so 100 percent. that was the cool part for me i'm like okay well time to work on the run so <laughs> and you will you will go i can guarantee you mads um yeah the biggest tip mads for those guys racing worlds biggest tip that you can take away from that you're going to work on that you think maybe some people may not have seen if they didn't race it but are kind of doing the course like on their wahoo or whatever like is there anything that you think is really important that they could, you know, take away from, from, from what you've learned with the course? I think it would definitely just be approaching the hills. Mm -hmm. I think doing a lot of um, hill training, both in bike and run. But I think um, for me, like the thing that I realized is um, that, it's not even for this course, it's not even necessarily about um, the physical preparation. Well, I mean, not just your physical strength, but also your um, technique execution, mm. right? So um, when you're doing, so I would say like for me, it's like I, I, I just came off a bunch of training inside um, over the winter. So that was a bit of a disadvantage for me because um, you build a lot of fitness inside, but then you don't have the skills. So mm -hmm. if right. for people who live maybe in an area where it's not as easy to go safe cycling all the time, if you're going to do a course like this, like I would recommend that you, you drive and you try to go out to where you can ride outside yep. for some of those big long rides on the weekends because it'll make a big difference in your, your confidence on the bike. I mean, I, I have a lot of confidence on my, I realized that I wasn't up on my A game with, um, with the execution of the technical stuff, like the corners and Siri and I were talking about how I can do, um, like accelerating over the tops of the hills better. Um, and those are things that come with more fitness, but also, um, with, technical execution so practicing the hills and practicing not just endurance of climbing the hills but um the technique of it right
And then I was just remembering, Maddie was just mentioning that uh, Maddie Vella, who also had an amazing day, he PR'd by like 10 minutes. I think he went hour. It's just incredible. Um, he's saying they, they run's different for well, Maddie. So people might need to know that. I believe it's like, make you do the hill like three times or something. Is that right? It's a little different. You know, I'm not sure about that. I've been hearing um, people say that, but at our pro meeting on Thursday, they said it was going to be the same run course. So mm. I'm not sure of that or if that's what I heard on Thursday, but maybe I'm also out of the loop. Um, that might be the age groupers. Be... God bless if they send those guys up there two times the first three miles like that would suck that they make them go even harder <laughs> oh matt said they posted something today so there you go just when you thought it couldn't get any harder they do that like oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay one quick question matt so oh my god amazing so this weekend you had laurie beck got first in her age group and qualified for itu uh draft worlds and magda got second at nationals is that right um, 422 PR, like that must have just been incredible to, 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 as a coach to just see those results. That's incredible. Yeah, it was, um, it wasn't an official nationals race or anything, but it was um, one of the races that the PTO is sponsoring to there help bring more races for professionals during the pandemic. And especially right now, because um, South Africa has had a lot of lockdowns and travel restrictions, so the athletes don't have a lot of opportunities to leave their country and go to the races that might be in the U.S., et cetera. So. Wow. That's just yeah, so impressive. Um, so impressive. Unreal. Really exciting. Okay, Mads, last two questions real quick. Someone was asking, what would be your go-to if you had to choose one bike session that would help those guys racing world champs? Just think of your favorite kind of strength hill bike workout. Do you have a go-to that you would give an athlete? We are giving too much away, but a go-to you'd give an athlete uh, for their strength work if they were going to race St. George? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, lately, Siri has had me doing this session where you're doing hill race, but uh, you, you might do like a 10-minute climb, but you do 30 seconds out of the saddle, 90 seconds in the saddle. So, um, mm, good. and why that's helping me a lot. And the reason why is that on these shorter hills, she and I were just talking about this today, but on the shorter hills, as you get towards the top, you want to stand up and power up and accelerate as much as possible so that you can get momentum and go over the top of the hill yeah. and into the descent. And that was a big thing that I was telling her that I feel like I didn't do this weekend. Okay. And I was losing because then you go into the downhill without momentum. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're doing this set, um, it, it's good because, um, you're building that strength in multiple positions. Like when you're not standing, you want to be in your arrow position. Perfect. Um, and how long does that go for? Like the, the, the minute and a half and 30 out of the seat, is that like a minute set? Well, I think what that set was, was, um, four by eight minute climbs and, okay or four by 10 minute climbs or something. Whew. And um, two of them were totally just in the saddle in a bigger gear. Mm -hmm. And then the other ones were 90 seconds or 30 seconds out of the saddle, 90 seconds in the saddle at race case. Got it. But 
hard effort. Got it. That's good. Okay, um, so that's a really good one. I love that. And what about for the run, man? If you're like a go-to strength run you'd recommend someone could do? Yeah, well, I think um, personally for me, I know that I have really had limited access to treadmills over the pandemic. It's mm, um, hard. I've actually only been on a treadmill once, like since oh, the wow. pandemic. And um, so that's something that I'm going to get back to and I would recommend an incline set on the treadmill just because you can run hills outside and I definitely think you should also run hills outside mm -hmm. but the great thing about the treadmill is that you have to put the pace and then you try to stick on that pace right so um I think it would be um one cool set is like if you run like one minute at a really high eight incline like eight to ten percent and then you go back down to the flat for like maybe five this is this is what it says then five minutes on the flat yep then i know it two minutes at an incline but it's like six percent five minutes on the flat and then three minutes at an incline but it's like four percent and then um it's five minutes on the flat so but you have to hit the same speed on all of those right that's tough so yeah the flat is kind of like a recovery but it's like getting you to like keep that speed so that even when you go into the hill you have to keep running hard you can't decrease your speed on the hill and the treadmill is a great way to to force yourself to do that oh, i love that i set. um i give that set with a lot of my athletes um you know a lot of times as people are starting out i won't put the inclines quite as high um, so maybe you only go up to six or seven as your highest, or, um, when you start to practice the hills, you can, um, play around with the pace a little bit more and maybe you walk a little bit on the flats. It, it all depends on what your level is, but even for beginner, beginner runners, like I like to have them running hills because yep. it really builds that strength to be able to run longer on the flat or faster on the flat. Love it. And we do have one more question because I saw this week someone asked, is Maddie taking new athletes? And I said, I do believe that her coaching group is full. Maddie, you're going to have to answer that. Are you able to take any new athletes? Because we did have a question about that. I know you're full. You're going to be studying full time. You're trying to race with the pro as well. Obviously, you are racing with the pro. So that's tough. Like, do you have any spots available? I think or? I have one spot right okay. now. <laughs> she has one spot. First in best dress, guys. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mads. We're so proud of you. What are you thank doing today you. for recovery? Um, today for recovery, I did a speed walk to make my connection. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, yeah. So awesome. that's pretty much it. I have a. I had like two connections today. It was a. It was a terrible flight schedule. So, um, but yeah, easy ride yesterday. Good. Perfect. Awesome, Mads. Well, thank you so much for joining, Mads. Um, I'm going to get on to some other questions, but congratulations on your result and on your coaching prowess. And we you here, and we can't wait. I've heard a little secret squirrel that I think Ellie is coming over sometime in July, and hopefully we'll get to see you here too. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely planning to come in this summer, so I hope to see you guys soon. Awesome. Thanks, Mads. Thanks for chatting. Okay, bye. 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 Sweet. That was awesome.
How she was pretty bloody good considering she just destroyed herself for like five hours almost. Um, okay, so let us know if you have questions, guys. I'm going to jump to one that I found on the page while we're here. Um, I see we have our Aussie coach here, Aussie head coach to Mel Mitchell. And um, you guys, she still does have a couple of spots. So if you are Australian, New Zealand or even here, um, you can also join Mel Mitchell in her coaching team. Um, and Becky Allen here in the US has some spots too. So just let us know if anyone's interested in like one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, if you're hearing this. Um, so we have a question from Masami Yoniyama. I probably completely stuffed that up, but Masami Yoniyama. If Siri's listening, I don't think she is because I think she's still on another call, but she would be great to answer this too. Um, I'm going to give it a crack though. Um, hi, Karen Peterson, you legend. How are you? Hi, Patrice. How are you? Thank you, Janet. She did look great. Um, I, so her question is, Masami says, um, Masumi says, I posted on the team page yesterday, but probably because it was Sunday, I didn't get feedback. Yes, I don't unfortunately work on Sundays as much as I can help, but I try not to. Uh, the gist issue has been mentally and everybody is in the same boat. As soon as I read this, I think, um, we're all in the same boat. So mentally, emotionally drained from what's happening in the last year. And she hasn't done any training since October. Okay. That's about, uh, what are we in? We're in nearly in May. So that's probably seven months. That's a long time. And I don't recommend anyone doing that. It's not actually healthy for your heart either. So, um, I don't recommend having seven months off. I recommend to try and keep moving, but she has done that in circumstances. Sometimes we can't control um, that happened, so that's okay. Um, she didn't have energy or mental capacity to do anything. Now that it's race season's here, how do I get myself back into it? I'm officially signed up for I'm Maryland in September, but is this reasonable seeing that she had all this time off and lost fitness? I did a five-mile run yesterday. It's a minute slower per mile than what I used to do. Okay, first thing, if you ran five miles already and you can do that nonstop, that's a great start. That's a great start. Um, and you're signed up for, I don't know, I think it's an Ironman in September. Yeah. That's going to be a big ask. And it depends what your goals are. If you just want to finish, it's doable. If you want to do really well and feel great and feel fast and fit and at peak performance, you're not going to be there by September. I'm not going to lie. Seven months off is going to take seven months to get back, if not more. So, hi, Karen Goble. How are you? Like, we've all had a tough year. That woman has had an extremely hard year. And if I told you what she went through, you guys would all think your life is so easy, but I'm not going to go there um, because she doesn't complain. So um, anyway, so you did five miles. That's amazing, Masami. If you can do that already, that's great. But the fact that you're timing yourself on the first back after seven months off and you told yourself I'm a mile slower, that's the biggest mistake. And it, it's very, very common. And the pros don't tend to do it because it's irrelevant when you've had seven months off. Your fitness is just not going to be there. So looking at your watch and saying I'm a minute slower per mile, is probably the worst thing you can do because of course you're going to be slower. You're cardiovascular, you've lost seven months worth of fitness. So you've probably lost like, I don't know, like at least 30, 40% of your fitness and your pacing doesn't really mean anything. Um, I would get rid of the garment to start with. Now you know what you're at because you did your five miles. Okay, that's where I'm at. I've got to get a mile faster. Um, I've got a minute, a minute faster per mile. So now you want to focus on, I would say, building endurance in the runs. You want to be working on longer, easier runs for the first few weeks with a little bit of fart leg, a little bit of up-tempo. I would highly recommend getting a coach if you really want to have a crack at this September race because you've got May, June, July, August. You've got four months, and that's a big ask, four months. But if you can work with one of our programs or one of our coaches uh, even more so because, again, you don't want to get injured either working hard to push for that. So it all depends what your goals are. But if your goal is to get through it, you, you can probably get through it in four months. 
Um, but it sort of depends where you were at before you had the time off too. A lot of us have a huge aerobic engine. We have a lot of conditioning in your legs, years and years and years of that. And if you haven't had that, it's going to be honestly be an even bigger ask. So my thing would be, can you postpone it to next year and focus on an, an Olympic or a sprint? Because mentally the pressure of doing an Ironman in four months time with no training for seven months, that's, I wouldn't recommend it at all. If I was your coach, I wouldn't recommend it. And I feel like I'm kind of your coach. So um, as Team Series Tri Club member, so I would not recommend that at all. So if you have our training program, it's still going to be a big ask because you've lost a lot of fitness. Um, and if you're starting now and you're on a 23-week plan, you've got a lot less than 23 weeks. So, again, you're going to be really pushing it. Um, I would think about getting the gold with a, you know, a coach or getting the one-on-one -on -one would help a lot just from where you're at. But the best thing you can do is definitely be doing our plan as well. So thank you for joining us too. Um, and get rid of the watch because it's only going to uh, ruin you up here when you constantly look at your time because you're just it's going to be a long time to get that fitness back. So the one minute per mile slow is actually quite good. Now you know where you're at. Get rid of it. Work on building endurance. Work on up-tempo, fartlek, um, that sort of stuff. If you've got the advanced plan for Ironman, it's probably going to be a little bit much coming back. Like, that's going to be a big ask for your body. You probably want to be more on the beginner or the intermediate. So um, think about that too because there's a lot of intensity as well in that advanced plan, even more so, like longer mileage and longer intensity workouts um, that your body may not be able to handle, but it's the best shot you can have doing one of our plans. So... Again, don't do too much. Um, add 10% to your run each week. If you're already doing five miles, your longest run shouldn't be above like eight or nine miles and then build up 10% a week. After about a month, start adding in, you know, a little more longer intervals. Get your strength working for sure um, on the plan. Um, the swimming won't be so bad. Like I wouldn't, um, I would advise to definitely keep pushing, pushing swim because you're going to recover fine from the swim and you're much less likely to get injured. So really push the swim, but be a little more cautious on the run sessions because that's going to be tough. And Kerry Preston, thank you. You coaches look really to help to adjust the plan. Yes, I think exactly. Thank you. Thank you guys. Um, but yeah, I would say if I was your coach, I would not recommend it. I would postpone it and go for a 70 point or a shorter race. That's, that's my advice. Um, I'm sorry if that disappoints you, but um, that would be my advice. It's, it's, just, it's just a big ask to do an Ironman for anybody to get through it. But if your heart set on it and you're freaking hungry, which doesn't sound like that might be the case, um, then go for it. But it sounds like you're not quite as motivated as you wanted to be. You found it emotionally draining and hard to get into it. So already you're not as excited as you probably would be um, if you're fit. So there you go. That's my advice for you. Um, Hope, just take it in a grain of salt to see how you feel. And uh, I hope it helps. But feel free to, to post on the wall if you have any other questions or, or post on here if you want to ask me any other questions for sure. Um, exactly. Progress is the big thing. You want to just keep um, keep having progress every single day and growing every single day, getting finger, fitter every single day. And I, I'm reading the last part of yours. It's, it's humbling to say the least. I used to be able to hold sub. Okay, again, where I'm not even going to read that because you're focusing on times again. So, again, don't focus on times, Masami, because – worst thing you can do don't worry about times like get rid of the garmin get rid of the watch it's probably okay to look at the heart rate to start with and just get rid of it and just focus on the training um because it doesn't matter what you used to hold if i look at what i used to hold when i was racing like 10 miles an hour for 21k i'd be completely depressed because there's no way i can even do that for a mile now and the same with sirius all perspective sirius to run a 34 10k and now she struggles to run like you know, eight miles an hour is so fast to her. She used to hold like 11. 
So you can't compare. Comparison is just destroys you. So do not compare yourself. Go by feel, listen to your body, and just get the work done. And maybe a couple of weeks before you can make the decision. Um, if you feel okay, you may bounce back quicker. Um, I certainly wouldn't recommend it, but but maybe you can choose a little shorter race um, to do instead. So, okay, guys, any more questions? And Masami, I'm sorry if that was harsh on you. I'm just being really honest because honesty is a thing here as a coach of what I would recommend. And um, by all means, you can still do it, but um, it's just not something I would recommend um, because already you're going into it with not much motivation. So that worries me as well. But, you know, we're here for you and maybe having a coach or a group around you, maybe coming to a tri-camp instead might be something you'd rather do. So we are planning one and Ashley Steves is on here. Hopefully she reminds me of what I was supposed to mention tonight and I cannot remember what it was. <laughs> Thank you, Patrice. So if you guys agree with me, post in here. If you don't agree, let me know why, because, you know, I'm all for um, constructive feedback. If you agree that uh, this is a good decision by Masami, let me know. But if you think that it's not a good decision and, you've gone against that, had seven months off and come back and done one, then by all means post because I want to hear your, your opinions too. It's really important to hear what you say. But Patrice is agreeing with me. So thank you, Patrice. And she is a very conditioned athlete. So I do take her advice um, seriously. Um, do you have half-century bike training plans? Uh, half-century, that's that's 50 mile. No, but we could we could make one. I'm sure Siri has one somewhere. Um, I, I would say you could just totally do like get one of the, depending on where it is, getting a 16 or 23 week uh, Ironman plan or 70.3 plan would work perfect for that. And just, um, or the bike, we have actually have some bike block sessions. We have like a four week bike block. Um, we have seven key trainer indoor sets. Um, you could buy the 16 week advanced uh, 23 or Ironman plan and then just do the bike sessions for that. That would absolutely work just as well. Um, a 70.3 or actually probably the Olympic plan. If it's 50, you might even work better on an Olympic plan, but we you totally just use that and do the bike workouts. Um, Janet, solid advice. Don't take Beck words to heart. Yeah, I'm Aussie. I get in trouble for being blunt sometimes um, and swearing, but blunt sometimes. So that's just me. Um, thank you, Kerry. Thank you. Um, Trisha, um, oh, I wanted to touch on Trisha's question too about rotation. And when I said non-swimmer, non Trisha, I did not mean you're a non-swimmer, like hypothetically a non-swimmer. So when I say non-swimmer, it basically means that you're not either leading the entire swim pack, and this is my analogy and not yours. So I think like non-swimmer doesn't for me mean that um, that you haven't swum in the past and you don't have some swim skills or a little bit of swim fitness from from the past as a kid or even at university, but there's a lot of people that have that that still try to carry the technique over to open water and it just doesn't work. Um, pool technique is completely opposite to almost what we do um, in open water. So the, the slow, long stroke rate, um, high elbow recovery um, doesn't work in open water and trying to focus on rotation is going to take away from the strong entry and exit and deep pull because you're you're saying you want to work on efficiency. Well, you want to work on efficiency. Cardiovascular fitness is your efficiency. That is what I would call efficiency, not stroke efficiency so much. The three things you want to focus on for a stroke efficiency is head down, open arm recovery, um, bilateral breathing and entry as far out as possible and exiting as far back down past your leg as possible. And Brent Hayden, Olympic gold medalist, I think it's 200 free. Um, he's exactly the same and he's even a pool swimmer. So you don't want to be doing the beautiful high elbow stroke and focusing on rotation because even as, and I say non-swimmer, I mean someone that's not leading the swim pack when I talk about that, not leading, not able to swim with the pros, 
Um, if you're trying to focus on rotation purely, you're going to lose that strength under the water with your catch and you're going to not be able to get the swim fitness in. So focus on swim fitness, focus on really pushing yourself in the pool, fast stroke rate, eyes down and doing the hard like 25 sets, like the 60 to 80 25s, um, your hard short rest threshold, hundreds, 30 to 41 hundreds on short rest, going as hard as you can. Um, the 50 sprints with lots of rest, like 40, 50s flat out with lots of rest. Um, and then doing your long three 1000s and 3000, um, all of those, the strength work, um, band only, paddles band, paddles only, long stuff as well. But you've got to get all that fitness in. Then if you're really feeling so fit where you think you can lead the swim as an age group, but then probably start maybe thinking about rotation, but it's definitely not something that we would focus on. Um, even as a top swimmer, and I'm not saying I was a top swimmer, but I did lead the Hawaii Ironman one year um, with Jody Swallow. And it's just <laughs> focusing on rotation just takes away from that other stuff. So I, I hope that makes sense um, and that helps just a little bit. Um, five weeks out from Ironman Cairns. Oh, my God, I won that. Um, what was a year was that? I can't remember. It was when it was a challenge race. I love that course. It's so hard. It's so hard. Five weeks out from Ironman Cairns, I need an extra three days off. That's actually perfect. Three days off, that's beautiful. So this happened to me, Michael. Don't be afraid. Every single time this happened to me. So I, we do a three-week, a, th a mini break, just real secret between just our group. We have a three-day mini break, which I've just given to my athlete, um, Leo Bree. And series guys have that time off too um, right now. So that's usually three weeks out. But for me, I always got a niggle or exhaustion like four to five weeks out and I'd have my three-day mini break earlier. So that three-day mini break having right five weeks out is amazing. I would have a whole day off, a day where you're just doing a 30-minute very, very easy swim and then or just have three full days off. But then you could do like the third day after you've done a 30 minute easy swim and the day off, you do like an hour of very easy spin with like a 10 minute jog. And that's your, that's your three days off. Like it, it will not affect you at all. If not help you make you feel fresher. And then if you need to do that again, 21 days out and have another three day mini break, then it's not going to affect you. You've got to absorb all that training. So Michael, hundred percent recommended. I, I mean, my, I'm a stand by my words. And if, if, if you, doesn't work let me know because i really think that that's the perfect thing to do um yes trisha good work on the sessions trisha do you have a plan or a coach let me know because it's so important it's way more important to get the swim fitness and the technique but not focus too much on technique right now um get it right enough that it feels okay and then really focus on just kicking ass in every swim session like you have to be doing the speed the threshold the endurance the strength pushing pushing and it's so hard to push without a squad but if you don't have a squad i would say go to swim squad because that will really help you guys saw sam long he was not a swimmer he was kind of like a 35 minute uh for his uh half ironman swim and he's now down to like 26 that guy's down to 119s per 100 and when he came to siri he was like a 135 140 so and he's really worked on his swim over the last six years so and if you don't know what band is you haven't been watching our videos because everybody knows what a band is. It's basically a band around and you're obviously not doing our swim sessions because um, you'd know what a band is then. So Maddie, if Maddie's on, she can post about that band around your feet. Um, we talk about it all the time. It just helps you with um, putting your yeah body in a position where you're forcing fast stroke rate and keeping your um, body in a streamlined position and not sinking. And it's one of the best drills you can do. And we'll have to post a video. Um, just tag me if you can't find it, Tricia. If you look up band 
on our uh, topics or at the top, just search band on our page and you'll see some band only stuff. For you now, I would want to see your stroke. So if you can do a video of you swimming um, and post it on the page and I can recommend whether band only is a good option for you right now. I would probably say most likely if you don't have fantastic body position and perfect stroke that you may want to start pull boy band and then move to band only just for say, say you're doing 60, 25, three flat out, one easy. You could do 10 with the band only, 10 with pull by band, 10 swim and do that like 60, 60, 25s or something like that. Okay, 45 minutes without stopping in the ocean. Yay, Karen, I know you're going through a lot. I'm sending you all my love. I'm so proud of you. And Karen, you guys, now Karen, let everybody know exactly with your swim where you started because my Karen Goble couldn't even swim 25 meters and she swam 45 minutes nonstop. And she could do that within about six months of me coaching her. Her swim is at a completely another level. She's not terrified of the pool because she's fit. And that's huge. That is huge. Like I get scared in open water. So catch and pull. Yes, I do have a video. Yes, um, I do. I have lots of videos. If you look up just swim stroke um, or search the profile from my post on swimming, um, I just have tagged Trisha in that and I'll try and tag them for you, Kristen. But um, it's not under the water. So basically, um, catch and maybe Mel Mitchell has a video that she can share because she's the guru swimmer here not really me although I did get out in the front pack most swims but the catch position is here and it's elbow up and it comes down through here and then you exit as far back as possible so we need the band one and that one I only demo above the water but if this is a level of the water your elbows up it comes through and most people drop their elbows so if you get a paddle and you don't wear the strap across there, get some paddles, Kristen, and put it on without the wrist strap because if you have the wrist strap on and you drop your elbow, your paddle will flip off. So I would say even a paddle drill holding over the paddle. So just say, let's see, just say this is your paddle. Do a paddle drill holding over the paddle like that. That will keep your elbow up. So hold the paddles over like this because you want your elbow up like this under the water. You don't want to be doing that. You lose all the strength and you want to enter as far out as possible. Bring your hand down and exit. And when you exit, it's open arm recovery like that with your eyes down and your hand. The good thing about open arm recovery, your hand's going to enter in front of your head. The worst thing about high elbow, not only does it pinch your shoulder, your hand can enter anywhere early. Some people enter here and cross the center line. Some people enter here and have to go out under the water. It's just it's horrible. So pool swimming technique. Not ideal. So I know I'm talking a lot. Um, break. Yeah, Nick's doing that too. That's right. Nick, 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 Nick. Um, my Nicole Dubac, um, she's doing amazing. She's a smasher next race. She has a mini break too. So that's cool. Okay. So Trisha, let us know who your coach and who your plan is. Um, I didn't know you had a coach. So let us know who your coach and what the plan is. Um, hopefully it's ours. Um, 1225s, RI, 10 seconds, 250s, kick, 425s, drill, 3200, steady. Yeah, that doesn't sound like our plan, so I'm not sure that it is. But, yes, okay, that would be wait. Maybe what you need to do is to do our swims. But if you don't have a coach under the tri club, that might not go down too well. So I would say you've really got to focus on the right session. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to go there because you have a coach, but it's not our, one of ours. So I honestly, I'm sorry. I don't want to go against your coach either. They probably know what they're doing. So let's not, yeah, I don't want to argue or go against them. Hopefully they get you doing the right sessions. Um, 
Okay, yeah, best swim tool. Thank you, Ash. I just posted a video on the ban. Yay. Uh, ban paddle and pool wear made a huge impact in my preparation and sending my coach the video. The cold water also causes dizziness, which need new earplugs or wax cap. Yes, perfect idea. Waxed cap for cold conditions. Awesome. Swim squad hollow two times before the race. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And thank you, Ashley Steves, for being on. Let me know if I missed anything, Ash. I know we had to talk, we were going to talk about something special in June. John Hirsch. I haven't heard of him. I've been working with him for about 18 months. Okay. Okay. So that's good. I, I, I think I know that name. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I, we don't ever want to recommend over another coach. So he, I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Um, he may not agree with us on some technique and stuff, but we love having you in our club. So we're very grateful to have you. Um, Okie dokie. Any other questions, you guys, that you might have? Because um, we have a really great announcement here. Um, high five them is putting on a one day, uh, sorry, one week competition. Um, it is global running month. Um, oh, I've never heard of him as a pro. Hmm, interesting. Um, so global run week is June 2nd is global run day. I think that's what's called or national run day. It's both global and national and it's June 2nd. Um, I hope I got that date right, Ash. Um, and it runs, we're going to run a competition for a whole week. We're going to run a competition of the person who can clock up the most mileage. I'm going to have a chat with Ash about this because she wanted to include the bike, but oh, I don't know if that's fair. I think we should probably take the uh, the bike out. I don't know if that's totally fair if it's Global Run Week, but let's talk about that, Ash. But anyway, the competition is, link is right there. You can sign up right now. Um, you can choose to donate $15. It goes to Believe Ranch and Rescue, but it's totally worth it for the prizes. If you think you can clock up the most mileage, and we have a competition going on the triathlon club and on Sirius Squad, our other fitness group. And um, it's amazing. Um, you guys have to see how far you can go in a week. And the winner gets like a, over $1,500 worth of prizes, including a brand new pair of Hoka. So you get a pair of Hoka run shoes and awesome prize pack valued at probably over probably over $1,000 for first. Second place is a similar prize pack, but you don't get the Hokas. And we have third prize as well for all of those. So um, it's so exciting. Um, Ash has put the link up here and you can sign up now and all proceeds go to Believe Ranch and Rescue. If you do choose to donate, it's going to be amazing. Um, we're, get, we're not, obviously not starting to June 2nd, so feel free to whenever you want. And um, it's really cool. It's Global Running Week and you just cannot wait um, to get it started. And you guys, we're having competition too between Sirius and, and the Triathlon Squad. If anyone in Sirius Squad happens to clock up more mileage than our triathletes, we're going to give them a very special prize because I don't know if that could happen. Maybe Karen Peterson can do that and knock out a few triathletes there. But it's going to be fun. Um, so that's really cool announcement that we had. Uh, next week, you guys, F2C Nutrition um is on the live chat so we are excited about that yeah christy hadley i think you can have a crack at this and christy you can enter at the serious squad so you don't have all these bloody triathletes to race against <laughs> oh yeah we have ellie salthouse oh my god nearly forgot ellie salthouse one of the top female pros right now australian champion um she's uh oceana champion she has won every single race that she's entered so far i really do think she would have got top two on the weekend i don't know if she could have taken daniela down yet but she would have been top two for sure ellie Salthouse is one of if you don't know the name you should because she's one of the top pro for professionals she has won everything beating everybody she won challenge shepparton she won harvey bay she won geelong 70.3 
in like four hours, 10 and change. She's amazing. She's coached by Siri. She's dominating the world scene right now. She's going to come on for a live chat um, on uh, the 3rd, I believe it is. Uh, let me check that. But I believe it is Wednesday the 3rd that she's coming on for the live chat. So that's really exciting. Um, or it could be the 2nd. I don't know what day Wednesday is. But we're going to kick it off. We're going to win some hokers for you guys. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll give us a discount too. So if you don't have any more questions, I'm going to say goodbye. I think Nicole Duback, you should totally enter this competition. Like Ash just posted the link up here to enter you guys. Um, as we said, proceeds to saving our beautiful horses, but it's really nothing to enter. It's like 15 bucks. But the prize is first place would be over a thousand bucks worth of product. And then second place would be over $500 worth of product. Third place would be over $250 worth of product. So really awesome. Um, let me know if you have any more questions, you guys, because if you don't, I will say good night. Um, I'll give you a few minutes. Oh, thank you, Trisha. You're awesome. And please share that link to you guys um, if you'd like to um, for the challenge. I think it's an awesome competition. We all need a bit of something fun to look forward to these days. So please share that. Um, I love you too, Trish. Thank you, Patricia Well. <laughs> well, it's Patrice, but I call her Trish. Um, Yusami, you thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Karen Peterson. Thank you, Carrie Preston. Always awesome to have you too, Janet Dixon. Um, love you guys. Have an amazing week, and we will see you for the F2C live chat next week with Greg. It's going to be awesome. We'll do a giveaway too. So great stuff. Amazing product. They're bringing in BCAAs as well. They've got Amigas and the BCAAs, as we said, is huge for stopping muscle breakdown for perimenopausal and menopausal women. Um, so we're going to have my mom on to talk about that too soon. Uh, Ruth Keats, she's amazing. She's going to come on and talk about her and postmenopause. So Yay. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you, Karen Goble. Kath Carpenter, a little quiet one there. I didn't see you. Always good to see you, Miss Kath Carpenter. Love you guys. Um, have an amazing night. Always post and tag us. If you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to, uh, to post on the wall. Bye, guys. Hey, Ashley here again. Hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. If you'd like to hear these in real time, visit TeamSeriousTriClub.com and purchase your membership for just $37.